You're listening to today's inspirational message on the Proverbs with Kurt Bjorklund. Proverbs 10 asks a question, not directly, but asks a question by its statements. And really, we ask the question when we study it. And the question is really this, and that is, when I act in ways that are righteous or in accordance with God's word, when I make good choices and choose good behavior, does that lead to good outcomes? And conversely, when I choose not to honor God, does that lead to bad outcomes? When I choose bad behavior, bad um, uh, kind of choices, does that lead to a bad outcome? You know, one author put it this way. He said, most would answer by saying often, but not Always, And here's where you see this. Proverbs 10, verse 3. Uh, actually, start in verse 2. Treasures gained by wickedness do not profit, but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. A slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Verse 9. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. Verse 25, the temptest passes, the wicked is no more, but the righteous is established forever. Verse 27 and following, the fear of the Lord prolongs life, but the years of the wicked will be short. The hope of the righteous brings joy, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. The way of the Lord is a stronghold to the blameless, but destruction to evildoers. The righteous will never be removed, but the wicked will not dwell in the land. And it gives you this picture of of a contrast between the different choices. Now, here, just at the end of the chapter, verse 25, the righteous weather the storm. Verse 27, they have a prolonged life. Verse 28, they have joy um, that's found in their hopes. Verse 29, the, the Lord is their stronghold. Verse 30, they'll have a place in the land. You could say that there are these advantages to righteousness. Um, the first, if you talk about weathering the storm, negative circumstances won't overcome you. Uh, second, if you talk about the prolonged life, uh, it means that you have a longer life than you would have if you had chosen otherwise. Uh, third, when it talks about joy in our hopes, verse 28, it means that you will find joy in what you hope for. Verse 29, God will work for you. You'll find that things work better than they would have otherwise. And verse 30, uh, you'll have an eternal inheritance. Derek Kidner, who wrote a great commentary on the Proverbs, uh, argues about this chapter that the idea of righteousness is true on four levels. He says it's true logically, providentially, spiritually, and eternally. And, and what he means is that logically, that when we live selfishly, sooner or later it'll catch up to us. And even when things happen that seem negative, God is still in control of what's going on. And spiritually, whatever's going on, there's a sense in which God is still at work. And then finally, this idea of eternally, which what he's saying is that there will be a sense in which God will reward. There will be justice in this world. And and the reason that that this affirmation is important is because 
as you and I live our lives, it's easy to say, well, what I do doesn't matter because things move in whatever direction they move in, whatever I choose to do or not do. I love the line that a missionary named Jim Elliott once gave. Um, he said this. He was martyred uh, for his missionary work. But before he died, he'd written in his journal or said, he is no fool who gives the things he cannot keep to gain what he can never lose. And the reason I love that line is, is it's a reminder that, that life is not a zero-sum game. We tend to think that way, to say, I get out of life what I put into it, and everything that, that I'll get, I get here and now. And even many Christian people really do believe, even when they believe that there's an eternity, live as if this life is everything. But what is behind this is a fear that God will withhold goodness from them and that righteousness really doesn't matter. Um, here's what William Carey, another missionary, once said. He was considered the father of modern mission. He said, the future is as bright as the promises of God. And Oswald Chambers wrote this. He said, there is no need to fear if we keep within the moral frontiers of God. We can say boldly, the Lord is my helper. Our ultimate standing is not in our righteousness, but in Jesus' righteousness on our behalf. But it still makes sense to say, I will pay attention to the choices I make, knowing that God works in and through them in powerful ways. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.